Hello and welcome to America in Focus, powered by the Center Square. I am Dan McCaleb, Vice President of News and Content at the Franklin News Foundation, publisher of the Center Square Newswire Service. Joining me again today is the Center Square's Washington, D.C. Bureau Chief, Casey Harper. How are things, Casey? Um, Things are good, Dan. How are you? Things are uh, going well for me, Casey. Thank you. Another busy week in Washington, D.C. First, let me say this is we are recording this on Friday, January 19th. Casey, the U.S. House Committee, Homeland Security Committee, has been holding hearings in recent weeks um, looking at whether or not they're going to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. And the chairman of that committee, Mark Green, said after yesterday's hearing um, that they have enough Republican votes to impeach the secretary over the border crisis. Tell us what you know. Yeah, I mean, this is a this has been an issue that has been brewing for years, really, even before Biden took office, but has accelerated since um, Biden took office. Bethany Blankley at the centersquare.com has had some great reporting. And, and among that reporting has been uh, showing that under Mayorkas's tenure, since Biden took office, we've had about 10 million illegal immigrants come into the country, Dan, more which than, is, yep. yeah, more than, which is, for perspective, if you haven't been following this issue, that is an extremely high number for two years. Um, of course, that's more than the population of New York City, the largest city in the country, right? In two years, the whole population of that city. And, and it's a population of more than, you know, a couple Maybe dozen states. At more least, than 40 right? states, actually, yeah. 40 states, yeah. So, I mean, this is not a small number, and it's in a very short period of time. Uh, the issue was already kind of a, a powder keg before this, but the just huge infusion under Biden, under Mayorkas, has has taken this to a new level. I mean, the, the numbers are there. There's several different facets to this, Dan. I mean, there's the crime element. We know for a fact that there are MS-13 and other gang members who have been led into the country, and there was some congressional testimony this week we can get into about that. We we have the fentanyl issue, which is the cartels are bringing fentanyl across the border at an incredible rate. It's an extremely deadly drug. Many Americans have been killed by it who weren't even wanting to take fentanyl. Even police officers who have handled it, you know, have been hurt or killed. You know, there's the economic impact um, of the migrants as well as the taxpayer impact. We have mayors of even liberal or left-leaning cities uh, who are complaining about the the burden of migrants like New York City or Chicago where you are, Dan. And so there's a, there's a lot of facets going on here. And then there's the terrorism angle. We know for a fact that some of these migrants who are coming across the border are on the terror watch list or connected to terrorists. And so we start stirring all together. It gets complicated. There's been a lot of hearings, a lot of reports, and it's culminating in this Mayorkas impeachment, which they say they have the votes. We'll see. I think I don't think this uh, this impeachment is really going to solve the problem, but it's a way for House Republicans to unify and really put a you know a slap in the face to Biden to say you really need to do something about this. Yeah, so I guess just to offer some clarity to the process, if you compare like the impeachment process um, to a criminal case, an impeachment is like a charge. There would be enough evidence, according to House Republicans, to charge Mayorkas or impeach him, but that's not the the, the final word on the matter. If the House, which Republicans have a slight majority in, if they were to impeach Mayorkas, which all indications are that they will, um, then it would go to the Senate, where Democrats have a slight majority. The Senate essentially would put Mayorkas on trial, and the likelihood that they convict him, which would mean removing him from office, is uh, it's just not likely at all. Democrats have said, Democrats in Congress have said um, that they think this is just uh, another political move by by Republicans. But 
then you've got all the evidence of what the border situation since Biden took office, how it's impacted the country. I'm going to do a, a brief plug programming note here. Uh, we relaunched a new podcast at americastalking.com. You can also find it on your favorite podcasting sites called America's Talking, where a number of the Center Square journalists talked about how the border crisis is impacting the entire country. It's not just at the border states, of course. New York City, Chicago, Washington, D.C., Denver's major cities across the country are um, receiving a number of these migrants, and it's having a huge impact on those communities. Even Democratic mayors in those uh, cities have declared states of emergency, disaster declarations, things like that. Um, they're begging the federal government for more money to help them deal with this migrant crisis. So you, you also mentioned crime fentanyl, human trafficking. Many of these migrants who are uh, 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 crossing the border are indebted to the Mexican drug cartels, and they have to come here and then pay the cartels off. So this is a nationwide issue. Casey, final word on the topic. Yeah, I mean, I think you've you've said a lot, and we've said a lot about all the implications. I mean, in some sense, you could go on for days about it. I think if we want to take a finish looking forward, which is the, what are the political implications if this Mayorkas impeachment doesn't actually lead to a conviction? You know, what could be the political implications? Well, I think it could force a, a tough um, response from the Senate and from some moderate senators. And I think in the presidential election, it could have an impact because the Biden campaign wants to make this election about abortion rights and about how Trump is, in their mind, a threat to democracy. And you've seen that over and over again. They want it to be about, you know, race, about women's rights, about Trump being a threat to democracy. On the Republican side, they would love to have this be an election about the border, about the economy, right? And about Biden's foreign policy failings possibly as well. And so the more that they can have with good reason, this border issue and the border story at the top of the headlines, at the top of cable news going into an election year, that's going to be a win for Trump and down ballot Republicans. Yeah, as we pointed out on the America's Talking podcast that we recorded earlier this week, specifically about the border crisis, even in Iowa, you wouldn't think of Iowa, uh, you know, middle of the country, voters who went to the polls during the caucuses named the border crisis as among their top issues. We talked about that a little bit on America's Talking. Again, I'll shameless plug for, for another one of our podcasts. But Casey, we are out of time. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com or any of our podcasts at americastalking.com. For Casey Harper, I'm Dan McCaleb. Please subscribe. Thank you for listening. Enjoying our podcast? Your reviews help other listeners find our show. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.